Hello and welcome to All Things Small Business, brought to you by DAU. I'm Ken Karka, DAU Small Business Learning Director. This series is offered as a continuing dialogue between government, industry, and academia on acquisition-related issues that impact small businesses who support the critical defense industrial base. Let's join today's conversation. Welcome to the inaugural episode of All Things Small Business. My name is Anthony Rotolo. I'm your host. And this is the show where acquisition and small business meet. We bring together business owners and contract experts, policymakers and stakeholders, and we explore the issues facing small business and acquisition professionals as they work together to overcome challenges in a government and defense context. Today, I'm joined by Kimberly Brown, Ph.D. and CEO of Amethyst Technologies, LLC. An 8A graduate, woman-owned small business, Amethyst Technologies provides quality assurance and compliance for labs, research, and pharmaceuticals. They also support diagnostic improvement for global health and have supported vaccine development at Walter Reed Hospital since 2007. They've been doing malaria research in Tanzania for seven years and are also setting up a lab in a historically underutilized business zone, hub zone, and partnering with Frostburg University in Maryland. Dr. Brown, welcome. Thank you very much, Anthony. It's a pleasure to speak with you and participate. I'm so happy to have you. This is our maiden voyage with all things small business, and we're just very pleased to have you be a part of it. So to get things started, tell us a little bit about your company. How did it get started? And what is the type of business space your company plays in? I started off as an intern at Walter Reed, their vaccine manufacturing facility. And I was working on validation programs. And I ended up working for a small business for nine years and then negotiated a sale with the owner, my boss, and started Amethyst Technologies after supporting quality assurance and compliance for vaccine development, validation, and research initiatives at Walter Reed. Outstanding. It's a very relevant topic right now. We hear more about vaccines than at any time with this whole coronavirus episode that we're in. So you must feel extra relevant these days. Yes, definitely. Vaccine manufacturing is near and dear to our business. We started off in 2006. My first client was Walter Reed, and we were providing services for sterility assurance for vaccines and ensuring FDA compliance for vaccines. And with with that work, which was engineering services, we were providing calibration for equipment. We developed software to improve efficiencies and compliance programs. And we were able to expand from those services to providing support in Tanzania and running the malaria research program for Walter Reed in Tanzania. And that program, we provided diagnostics improvement and supported research initiatives and trained healthcare workers for eight years in Tanzania. So that was the main transitioning point for our company and enabled us to grow and expand 
and provide services not only in the U.S. and Africa and providing key services for global health initiatives. So really worldwide in scope, and this accounted for your business growth as well. Yes. Um, we were very fortunate to provide services for eight years, um, set up centers of excellence for malaria diagnostics, HIV diagnostics in Tanzania, which enabled us to expand from providing services to the DOD, to USAID, Department of State, NIH, and FDA. Now, there's a whole lot of interest right now. It just occurs to me as we're talking in the area of malaria drugs and this coronavirus episode and a lot of research in that area for their efficacy and possible application. Has that type of interest touched your company? It has. So for most of the last 10 years, most of our focus has been in Africa, supporting programs in East and West Africa for diagnostics improvement. And then after the COVID pandemic occurred, we have had the opportunity to utilize the experience we had in contact tracing for HIV AIDS and diagnostics improvement and training. And we're now setting up a laboratory at Frostburg to provide clinical diagnostics for COVID infection. Very interesting. Yes, it's been all over the news, of course, you know, all of this issue of exploring these kinds of drugs. So I, I was wondering if that might have been impacting your company as well, and it is. Now, as we look at this acquisition context, which our show is about, what does that typical DOD customer of yours look like? And what is some of the thought process used when partnering with them? So our typical DOD client is a research laboratory. Basically, we've supported many infectious disease programs and biodefense programs. So all of our clients have a requirement to be compliant to the FDA, and we provide the critical services, software, process improvement, and support for setting up laboratories to meet their needs. Amethyst is a small business. We have a clear focus on quality assurance and compliance for laboratories. And we're one of the few organizations that that's their area of expertise. So we're able to leverage our area of expertise to provide services that many times are not focal services. So in other words, you're helping other laboratories meet and comply with standards and practices. Is that a way to say it? It is. We're helping labs comply to standards, laboratories and manufacturing facilities comply to standards. We're helping them improve their current processes, and we're providing key expert staff to augment their existing capabilities. So even the manpower, the, the people power, you're helping supply, you coordinate the acquisition of that type of talent? Is that how that works? Yes. And then also the labs, we help set up the lab, design layouts, provide equipment, specifications. We develop standard operating procedures, research protocols. So really providing support across all areas from lab setup operation, management, and quality assurance. So again, it occurs to me, this is just sort of a question on the fly, 
We've seen a lot of scenes of sort of makeshift or pop-up hospitals and facilities like it. Has this activity increased over the last few months for you? So this activity hasn't increased over the last few months for, for Amethyst. What we've been focusing on now is establishing the laboratory in Maryland, where typically we had more of a focus overseas Um, Now we see the need and the opportunity in Maryland and throughout the U.S. to establish some of the programs and facilities that we have supported in Africa. And do you attribute that to the the current events as as this has accelerated the growth of work you're doing at home? It has. It's had Amethyst. We've made a complete pivot to expand in the U.S where initially we were focused on setting up laboratories throughout East and West Africa. We now see the new opportunity for setting up labs in in Maryland. Last year, this wouldn't have been on our radar, but with supporting the DOD, um, being able to quickly establish facilities in Tanzania in Ghana, in Kenya, train healthcare workers, equip labs. Those are the key expertise that are needed with the COVID pandemic. Thank you. Now, just pivoting a little bit, since this podcast focuses on the small business community, how have small business or those socioeconomic programs helped you in cultivating your business growth? So the small business programs have helped us obtain contracts. So we had existing relationship before we were an 8A company, but normally contract opportunities have to go out for bid. Um, The work that we do, typically there aren't many small businesses or businesses, period, that focus on compliance, quality assurance for labs. So There are very few opportunities that Amethyst had identified, but with an 8A designation, clients that we had were able to come directly to us. For example, the malaria contract in Tanzania, that was an 8A contract that was awarded. If it wasn't for that program, it's unlikely that Amethyst would have had the opportunity as a business with five people to to work in Tanzania, uh, run the malaria research program. So it has offered opportunities for our existing clients that we've had a good relationship with. The projects were successful. They were able to utilize us in other capacities. So we went from providing services at Walter Reed to providing services, Biodefense Program, Institute of Chem Defense in Edgewood, Maryland and Tanzania providing services through 8A contracts. So you can trace a direct line from those programs to your growth. Definitely. We wouldn't have had the opportunities to expand as quickly um, and as seamlessly without having to compete with large, well-established organizations for these projects. Now, getting back to COVID again, COVID-19 has been a game changer for most businesses for good or bad. How is your company making adjustments and what has your company learned from this pandemic? 
So our company, we are fortunate that we, our expertise is in responding to pandemics, diagnostics, contact tracing, and setting up labs. So being a contractor for the DOD enabled us to excel in those areas in Africa. So we're fortunate to be able to use the work that we've done overseas and provide that expertise and those services to the COVID pandemic in Maryland, supporting the initiatives that the state has and also initiatives in the region. Our laboratory provides testing in Western Maryland, but we also support the Appalachian region and the state of Maryland. Now, have you had any negative consequences? Have there been challenges that have cropped up as a result of this environment that we're operating in? Definitely. So with the COVID pandemic, we're unable to travel. Pre-COVID, most of our work was overseas. We traveled most of the time. So we're having to change our business model to operate in Maryland, operate in the U.S., So that's one of the challenges, the limitation of travel and also the uncertainty in research programs and research budget uh, universities who are many of our partners and clients. They are not open um, at the moment. So there's many challenges, but we are really focused on the opportunity and looking for ways to expand our company based on our capabilities that are pertinent and are needed now during the COVID pandemic. On the upside, have there been some unexpected sort of bonuses or benefits from practical things like having to work remotely? Having to work remotely is something is definitely new to to our company. And It's made us more efficient. It's made us more aware of how we're spending our time, how we're managing our time. So, you know, as a small business, those are the things that really impact your profit margin. They impact your ability to expand. So that's one of the things that small businesses, including Amethyst, we really have had to focus on how we manage our time And it's also highlighted some of the opportunities to actually minimize travel, to minimize face-to-face meetings, and to have more time to focus on your core business when you're not focusing on or traveling or having so many face-to-face meetings. Yeah, I think a lot of companies are rethinking the whole thing. There's extraneous travel trips that when you come down to it, maybe you can live without that travel trip and save a dollar there. Or uh, depending on the organization, the physical footprint and bricks and mortar aspect to the business, sometimes that has been curtailed or people are looking at that. So when we get back to our new normal, has your company thought about what that might be like for you and for your employees going forward? Our new normal will focus on providing more services in the U.S. Our new normal will focus on ways to be efficient with our time, to minimize meetings and be more strategic with meetings, with travel, 
and also aligning our services and our capabilities with the needs that have been highlighted with the COVID pandemic. For example, a year ago, we never would have imagined having the opportunity to contact tracing in Maryland. And we've done contact tracing for four years for HIV AIDS programs. So it's very new um, and we're very focused on being an asset to our community being able to leverage our expertise to help mitigate the impact of COVID in our communities and throughout the U.S. So it's really given us a new purpose, a new opportunity to provide critical services. Kimberly, you've been so generous with your time. Now, as we wrap up today's session on behalf of DAU, I want to thank you again for taking time out to be a part of all things small business. But before we go, I wanted to ask you, do you have any parting advice, any insight that you would like to share as a small business, maybe for other small business owners or those contract officers, policymakers, whoever might be listening to us right now? So based on Amethyst's experience, being prepared, being flexible, and having access to capital are three key areas that are necessary for businesses working with DOD or any federal agency. At this time, we are all being challenged with uncertainty, with the new normal or the abnormal. So it's critical to look at your expertise as a business and stay true to your expertise, but also look at ways to leverage your expertise to expand and provide relevant additional services and capabilities to your existing clients and also use these services and capabilities to bring in new clients and customers. That's a very helpful answer, Kimberly. I think that should provide some fuel for thought for those listening today. Thank you so much for being a part of this first inaugural episode. I should have this out shortly for you to listen. I hope you'll share it around, and I hope maybe one day we can talk again in the future. Thank you very much, Anthony, for your time and including Amethyst in this critical inaugural podcast. Well, thank you. It's our honor. Have a great day, Kimberly. Take care. You also. Thank you very much, Anthony. Have a great day. This is Ken Karkoff once more. I want to thank our guests for participating in today's conversation. Your insights and perspectives will surely help our listeners. And an invitation to our listeners, if you'd like to participate as a guest in a future conversation, please reach out to me at kenneth.karkoff at dau.edu. Till next time, stay engaged and collaborate across your networks. Everyone's talents and skills are needed within the defense industrial base as we fulfill the national defense strategy together.